want, right? Go climb a 500-foot cliff with no harness or rope or anything, you know? That's how you feel alive. Also, Griff, well, you, he was talking about everyone being scared wearing face masks and shit. Or, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Does everyone go one? Sorry, sorry. You got one, one more, you're one. out. I know, I'm one out, okay. This is harder than it looks. Uh, the thing about like face masks and like it's always like older people who are like, you guys are all scared, you know, you're not you're, like we lived through Vietnam or whatever. It's like I'm not scared of dying myself. I'm scared of killing you, you know? <laughs> like I'm not here, like I'm not gonna die. I'm not in one of those ranges. I'm I literally walked five feet around Griff when I saw him because I was like, I'm not gonna be the one. <laughs> I don't want that on my hands. <laughs> Uh, my name is Jack. Uh, I'm the guy that Billy, you remember Billy earlier? He pointed me out, and he was like, this guy has a horrible mental illness. I'm not going to tell you what, but he is deeply deranged. Yeah, no, no, no. How are you doing, Jack? <laughs> Good to see you, man. I, see, I'm, you breathed on me. That's not scary to me. I'm fine. I'm not, you know, it's like, I also love how we decided, like, we're like, oh, we're going to be safe and hygienic. We're going to put something over the microphone so that when we touch it, it doesn't spread things. And we just kept the same more absorbent thing on top of the microphone, you know? This is like if you put a sponge or a Petri dish on top of the microphone and it was just like, yeah, this is safer. Yeah. No, I, I do, like, you know, as Billy said, I do have a mental illness. Do any of you guys want to guess what it is? You, this will be like a fun game. Like, you can be like, Tourette's? No, okay, no. That would be good, though, for a comedian, I think. Bipolar, yes, I'm bipolar. Uh, so don't clap too loud, you know, I might freak out. <laughs> happened before uh, some like sometimes people like tell like they feel bad for you when you tell them that you're bipolar you know I but I you shouldn't right like I'm actually proud of it I like it uh, there's lots of advantages you know, like you guys have to take pills to get high right all I have to do is stop taking pills That's <laughs> like mania is nature's cocaine you know I take I take lithium and I uh, keep it in my car, so I always have it. And the other day, someone broke into my car, a homeless person broke into my car and stole my pills, which is ironic, I think, because they probably, it was, you know, this guy was probably trying to get high. It's like a deranged homeless person trying to get opiates, and instead of getting high, he just became, like, mentally stable, you know? <laughs> like, his final crime was just getting his shit together, you know? <laughs> All right, well, I've been Jack Ferguson. <laughs> Good night. Sorry. <laughs> he tried. He tried. It's tough. I hear you can say, I just recently learned you can say that SH word twice in a PG movie. So that's, I, or there was, I mean, I'm sorry. We tried so hard, neighbor. I know you can hear us somewhere, wherever you are. I know you're listening and I'm sorry. We so tried. We tried so hard. Wasn't it much? Last week was filth. This week, a little less filthy. It's okay. A lot of Bible jokes. A lot of Bible jokes. Although the Bible, so I, everything I learned about feminism, I learned from the Bible, right? Important, important books. Uh, there's two books. They're both named after women. They're called Esther and Ruth. Yeah, important, important lessons. Esther, right? Saved the entire Jewish people. How did she do that? Was she clever? Was she great at puzzles? An amazing orator. Nay, she had a hot rack and didn't look Jewy. Like that was it. Her name was Hadassah. Her name 
was Hadassah, and Mordecai, her uncle, who she lived with for whatever reason, was like, oh, they kicked out Queen Vashti, and he's checking out a bunch of concubine ladies. Why don't you just jump in there and be one of those? You have a hot rack and don't look Jewy. And she saves the whole people. Right? I know everything I learned about feminism. Thank you, Bible. The other book, Ruth, right? Woman in another country marries a Jew. He dies. She goes with her mother-in-law back to a country that is not her own. And what does she do? She marries the old rich fat dude. That's <laughs> she listened to her mother-in-law and she married the old fat guy. His name was Boaz. It's okay. It's too much. It's just too much. Here's the other thing about the Bible. She slept at his feet for three days. I think that this whole feet thing in the Bible is a euphemism for sexy times. Mary Magdalene washed Jesus' feet. Nobody sees this as Ruth slept at the feet of Boaz. Mary Magdalene dried Jesus' feet with her hair. She washed them with her tears. Okay, I'm just saying. I think that I think every time the Bible mentions feet, it's just like it's just like in Pulp Fiction. A foot rub is more than a foot rub. You know what I mean? You say it's a foot rub. You think it's a it's, it's, come on. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna close with this. I had a dream the other night that Bjork was my therapist. Anybody not know who Bjork is? Who's under thirty? Like who doesn't know who Bjork is? Okay. So I had a dream that Bjork is my therapist, and I look up at her. And I say, why does my mom not love me? And she said, your uterus is made of clouds. And the polar bear only steps in the same river once. Don't let poets lie to you. And then I woke up and I had no extra information. I'm like, my mom still doesn't like me. I still love Jesus. Here's the thing about Jesus. He's a 33-year-old man that seven-year-olds get to hold his hand while they sleep. Do you know what I mean? Like, I wasn't allowed to have an invisible cat as a friend, but I got to have a 33-year-old man sit on my bed while I talked to him about boys. That's not weird to anyone else. No one else thinks that Jesus loves all the little children and no one has a problem with this. Everyone's cool with it. Cool. All right, this, is, this has been clean comedy. We did it. Clap it up for yourselves. We did it. I can't believe it. I can't believe it actually worked. Okay. Uh, again, you can Venmo us at Mutiny Radio if you want to be cool and help out free speech and stuff. We're here every Friday now. And thanks for coming. And yay. Thanks, neighbors. Bye. Yay. Ain't a bucket. Ain't a bucket.
The name of those tunes is the funky drama. <laughs> the funky drama. 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 The funky drama.
listening to Mutiny Radio. We are now in the middle of uh, Pam Dice's Comedy Clubhouse. We just had a relatively successful outdoor clean comedy show, so I'm pretty proud of that. And we're just hanging out, listening to some James Brown, because why not?
Don't worry. 
Comedy Clubhouse. An old clubhouse from 2016. I'm downloading it. I'm going to play it. It's from October 7th, 2016, which means that it was super close to my birthday. So this will be an interesting comedy clubhouse to replay here during these COVID times at Mutiny Radio. We just had a very successful clean show here at Mutiny Radio that we're going to be doing clean shows every Friday at 7 o'clock. Clean? Why? Because we project to all of our neighbors and we don't want our neighbors unhappy. We want them to be happy. We want them to enjoy comedy and not everybody enjoys filth and gross out stuff. So I didn't do any of my abortion jokes. I didn't swear. I think we had I think we had we said shit six times and fucking three times accidentally and but over an hour i mean for mutiny radio.fm that is some impressive shit because we are usually terrible filthy people hi aaron atkins you're just such a joy you were so much fun uh, let me put you on that mic. not true i'm emo no you were hey did you listen to the emo song that i sent you did you listen to it no i put it in your thingy and i sent you the most emo song if it's not pedro the lion it's not the most emo oh, shit I, I, i'll look it up or elliot smith do you want to do an emo song off where we play emo songs and we try can to see? absolutely play emo songs we can have an emo off mm-hmm. i'm 100 percent down with that okay so here's the first one Needle I'm going to email first. My, my emo choice is Needle in the Hay by Elliot Smith. Oh, I know that song. Oh, fuck it. Then Last Call by Elliot Smith. I'm going to go for I don't know it. that song. Hell Here, yeah. Before we do your song, we're going to do my song because it is so good. It's from the Rick and Morty season uh, finale. Despite and that, I'm going to give it a chance. Do you not like Rick and Morty? Fuck Rick and Morty. All my homies hate Rick and Morty. What? That shit what? is not your identity, bro. Hey, if you're listening to what? this at home and you like Rick and what? Morty, I want to let you know that what? shit's not your identity. It, it's not your identity. I it's just a TV show. Can't Rick and Morty is not your identity. in my head. They're that shit's not your identity. In my it's head. It's a TV show. You're your own independent person. I'm this not, TV show is not I'm, your entire identity. It is my identity, and if I love it. you need to hear that, bro, any TV show, that shit's not your identity. You're a layered-ass person. When I was in middle school, You're I was like, Parks and Recreation. Person. Parks and Recreation. That's my personality. I love Parks and Recreation. That's what you should know about me. Fuck that. I don't, I've never seen Parks and Recreation. Does that make me a bad it's person? It's good. It's fine. Is it good? Don't it's make okay. it your personality. I don't make anything my – well, what do I make well, my personality? What do you make your personality? Should, my personality is my drug abuse. Hello. Oh. Oh, that's my brand. That's my brand at least for comedy because that's what sells. Everyone's outside asking me about it. So. Well, I really enjoy that joke about Glee. It is clean and funny and great. And then I diss Corey Monteith directly afterwards. <laughs> I don't know. I still don't know who that person He's is. He's the guy that was the lead, the male lead in Glee, and then he died off a heroin overdose in Vancouver at a hotel I once stayed at. How about that for a coincidence? Wow. Yeah. Not at the same time. I think – wait, hold on. Yeah, do your thing. I have to pee so bad. Yeah, go Everyone pee. Go pee, pee. Go pee. I'm still trying to make, for whatever reason, like the dumb – YouTube is being super dumb, and I really want to play this song for you because it's so emo. It's the most emo song that ever emoed, and you're going to love it because I know you're super emo, and that's part of your gestalt as well. So 
there's that I'm gonna just keep reloading it until it works it's not gonna work come on you're kidding me just give me the song Civ world there must be some update that I didn't get update update why don't you have the update because I can't I don't have the update all right putting this into the night playlist uh Hey, everybody, thanks for listening to Mutiny Radio. Really appreciate that. And there we go. Oops, I put it in twice. Terrible work. Look at me. Uh, Pulling back the veil from everybody for everybody. Terrible, terrible stuff. Here we go. Okay. Let me try to do it on the other computer. All right. I'm still going to try to play this song for Aaron because it's... It's not working on that computer, but I'll make it work on this one. It's such an emo song. It's the most, it's the emo-iest of emo girly girl songs that's ever girled. And it was at the end of Rick and Morty season Is four. Is it girly? Did you, why, why do, I have to understand why you don't like Rick and Morty. Fuck Rick and Morty. I don't understand. I don't understand. That shit is not your personality, bro. Once again, if you think Rick and Morty is your personality, it's not. I don't like it because motherfuckers think they're so fucking smart because they, because of fucking Cause, cause science, a, a mild, like a Reddit, a Reddit amount of science. And they're all like, right. I don't get Rick and Morty. I've purposefully never watched that shit ever once. You've never watched Rick and Morty. Fuck that shit. The I, fan how base. How dare you? It's so funny. You know what? I I'm, live on the street. I'm so. I'm Cause so, I'm a beatnik. That's why I'm, I'm on the road. Jack Kerouac didn't watch Rick and Morty. The guy who wrote Junkie. Who wrote junkie. Buka- not Me? Bukowski. Uh, the guy who wrote Junkie. What? Tell me. Give me another hint. Uh, Dean Moriarty. No. What a great. That's Neil Patrick Brennan. What's his last name? It's not Brennan. He's gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna. Harris. Look it up. I'm. I gotta find this. Neil Patrick Harris. I love Neil Patrick Harris. I love that guy. Gay icon. He's love the. Him. He's the. He's the best part of that. Movie where they go get White Castle burgers, and every time Harold and Kumar go to White Castle, yeah. Oh, Burroughs, yeah, Burroughs. Is Neil Patrick Harris is he a Um, top or a bottom? What would you say? Burroughs used to do this thing in his house where he'd have he's a top to me. He'd have a um, a typewriter set up, and he did a he had a constant roll spinning, and he made everybody who came into his house type part of this poem because he was such into found poetry. Yeah, he was, he was all super like French like that with those. I'll just hold it up for you, bro. What's your name, by the way? I don't even know. My name is Aaron Atkins. Aaron Atkins at is such a badass. He was Aaron at Aaron I just stated Aaron, that. But Aaron you can also Atkins find me. was at the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020, and he came back to us, which is so. That's amazing, because I live here. Which is great. I don't know why YouTube isn't working. I live in this general vicinity. Yes. Uh, as by that I mean the Caltrain, where I take it back to the suburbs of my parents' house. Speaking of Sam Carroll, everybody on the mic. Is this the same mic that was used for uh, the? Uh, so <laughs> back on the mic. <laughs> Sam Carroll, a perpetual disappointment. Not entertaining. 
I still was can't that? make the song come up, and it's really I, something's wrong. There's a, it's it's constant updates. It's that they just make you keep updating over and over, and I don't ever update anything, so, so nothing's going to work. Those damn up, those darn updates. What's the yes? That mic is on. What dumb song did you want? You wanted Elliot Smith. I wanted Elliot Smith. Last call. Okay, that's let's maximum see. emo. Let's see if this works because it YouTube just isn't being my friend right now. Okay, which one? The first one. The first one. Okay, let's see if it works. Am I right, the audience? So this the is first one. super, super emo. So emo. You ever parachute? The audience wouldn't know that. It's bad radio, Sam. Sam Carroll just tried to describe something to you folks, and that's just wrong because this is the radio. Well, nothing. We responsibility as journalists. Working, so I can't. We can't. We can't play emo wars. Just take my word for it. Elliot Smith last call is the most emo <laughs> anthem of all time. We can't play emo. Emo wars. anthem. But what we can do. No, that you're thinking of Miss Misery, which wasn't Goodwill Hunting. What we can do is play an old. Dude, Elliot Smith's a god of being emo. He stabbed himself mm -hmm. twice. Okay, leave Jennifer Chiba alone, all right? Elliot Smith, he wrote a song called Last Call. Of course he killed himself, bro. Chill. Of course he killed himself. Yeah, he stabbed himself in the chest twice. He stabbed himself? He Harry carried himself? Twice. How's that? That's like, who was that? That's like Alyssa Westerlund where they're killing herself with an axe joke. He was too emo. How do you kill yourself See, with I an axe? See, I was like, eliminate this axe? emo man. Eliminate this emo man. No, he was, how can you say he didn't kill himself when he literally wrote, like, four records about it? Honestly. I mean, I guess that's what Jennifer Chiba was thinking, too. Marilyn Manson, I think it's an axe. Marilyn Manson, Manson. He loves himself. Marilyn Manson feels himself so hard, he's super into himself. And he's super Laughing smart. Laughing all the way to the bank. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if you've like heard Chief any, Keef. like, he's a really, he's a really intelligent oh, person. Dude, that's so. a banger. Yo, if we can ever put on another song again, please put up Laughing to the Bank by Chief Keef. I can I can try again. You ha, just ha, have ha. to you just have to keep filling the air as long as you can. Chief Keef is a free man, goddammit. Chief Keef a real king. Do you see the Vice documentary where they went to his fucking house and he was just like doing ATVs in his backyard? So sick. And they were like, Let's go to McDonald's. Fucking sick. No idea what you're talking about. Chief Keef, Pam. No idea. Who this is, is this is the cool kid shit. This I know new. clearly. I don't Chief understand. Keep I have no the idea. The hottest shit from 2013. I I submerge myself in a barrel of IPA and come out for free ice cream days. I don't give a fuck. Laughing to the bank by Chief Keef. Okay, I'll try. I'll try. Laughing to the bank. I'll fucking play it on my my phone. Yeah, get your phone. It Look it up on your phone. All right, DJ Aaron Atkins. We're gonna be playing Laughing to the Bank by Chief Keef. Uh, we'll we'll try one more time here on the. Here, 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 you gotta plug it in. Plug it in. Plug it in. Uh, 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 on the mic. No, 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 There you go. Okay, there you go. All right. Here we go. Here we go. For the people, for the people. Uh, turn the volume on your device all the way up. Yeah. For the people, Laughing to the Bank by Chief Keef.
He did. Chief Keef invented modern rap. That's all I wanted to say. This next song, this next song is hella emo. Yeah, boy. We're gonna do an emo off, I think. Is this next happen. emo song is by Pam. No, this it's it's no, it's, it's from, from it's the from Rick, Rick and Morty, Morty soundtrack. It's so good. It's from the finale of the Rick and Morty. It's so good. I'm getting shown a thing. It's Chief Keef. Hell yeah, Chief Keef is amazing. That is the. I like Keef a lot. You know, the audience you, can't see the phone that you're showing me, if, Pancake. If you. It says at the top 50 worst rappers. That is sad. Wow. Keith Keith is not a bad rapper. He's a good rapper. Do you know what about Keith, though? You know what you can do with Keith? You can actually, you don't have to even decarb or anything. You can just stick it straight into bread dough, and it's the easiest way to make pot food. Really? Just take the Keith, especially if you put it into bread dough because it decarbs itself because it cooks at such a high temperature inside your bread dough. I'd rather just smoke that shit. Just put the Keith in. So if anyone has any access to Keith, put a couple tablespoons in your bread dough and get super high. That's delicious. a good move for edibles, but def I'd rather just smoke that shit. I That's d- true too. I like to smoke that shit. Absolutely. Up next is our f- most okay, emo song. Okay, here we go. It's Pam the emo song of emo emo. Here we go. This is Katomi and Ryan Elder from uh, the finale of Rick and Morty season five. Don't look back. Featuring Pickle Rick. Feature- Pickle Rick. Pickle Awful. Rick. Awful. Cringe. Pickle Rick is. Cringe.
Burr, burr, burr. Yeah, boy. We going up next with a little bit of the Killers. Yeah, underrated music video, underrated hit by the Killers uh, called Shot at the Night. Burr, burr, burr. just gave us the no on that one. I like The Killers kind of a That's little a bit, good one. But I don't remember. I don't know what that song She's is. Is that off like their fourth album? Yeah, well, it's I a remember, single actually. Is it a uh, single? Because I remember their, fir- I mean, I remember their first two albums because I was, well, I remember 2006 and 2007. <laughs> That's like retro shit to my gen. To like, I remember being in high school, like going out to lunch and fools being like, here, listen to this. And like some <laughs> old ass killers from Hot Fuzz and like, it's retro now. But here, I got some retro retro shit. The 50, the 90s is like our 50s, so here's the Boo Radleys, their hit, Wake Up Boo, with a long-ass fucking interlude, which I'm going to skip right now, because they just do a choral shit. I don't like this part. You don't like the acapella part? It is, it's not, it's not, it's like, what are you, a choir? This is like Shut the acapella part. Shut up, dude, come on. I mean, some people like acapella shit. Fuck acapella, are you an acapella band? No, you're a regular band. You're playing this in like a bar, dude. There we go.
Song picked by Aaron Atkins, yeah, DJ Aaron Atkins on the ones and twos, well, the threes and fours, was. all the music here and more on that was radio.fm. Wake Up Boo by the Boo Radley is a classic 90s banger that you haven't heard, but we're going to be playing another song right now. I really like music from the 90s because that's when I was in college and like a real person, like in my 20s or whatever. So I have very good memories of the 90s and all of their lovely music. There's so many weird bands like, um, do you remember the song Detachable Penis? Remember, I wasn't even around yet. Detachable Penis. It's so funny and it's by... It's so good, and it's sort of like a rap. It's like a poem, and he's like, and I, I lost my penis, and then I, I saw it on a blanket, and I had to buy it back from this guy, and it's just a great. What? I'll look it up, actually. I'll try to find it, because Detachable be Penis. After this King next Missile. song. Buy a band, look at that, motherfucker. King Missile. Put that on Jeopardy. King Missile, Detachable Penis. Pancake and I have been watching Jeopardy. I've been impressing him with my weird knowledge. Like, I, I came out of the shower today, and he was watching Jeopardy, and I I knew. <laughs> Final Jeopardy. Oh, Benjamin knew. the. An- I just walked out and I was like, oh, what is it? And then I just knew the answer. What was the answer, Pancake? Do you remember? What was the question? Or what was the answer? And I'll give you the question. Because it was fucking Jeopardy. And I had the goddamn answer to the fucking final. It wasn't a Bible one either. I, I always get the Bible the ones. Bible ones, yeah. Bible they ones. They love a little bit of religion. Fucking, they love a bit of institution. If, if I was, my perfect Jeopardy things would be like ballet, Musical theater, uh, uh, cooking, like food stuff, Bible. Uh, I love the history stuff. I always get the history stuff and the pop culture stuff. I'm always like. All the word stuff, all those dumb word games, I'm 100% on board with those. Pop culture, I suck because I just don't pay attention to anything. Uh, but did you, this, did you next have another song? song? This next song. Do you like the modern lovers? I don't know who that is. Do you like Jonathan Rickman? Don't know who that is. Well, this is him. Okay. Jonathan Rickman, I was dancing in the lesbian bar. Coming to you live on www.muniradio.fm. .fm and .fm. I was dancing at a nightclub one Friday night. And that nightclub bar was a little uptight. Yeah, I was dancing all alone, a little self-conscious. When some kids came up and said, we're dancing. Come with us, and soon I was dancing in the lesbian bar. Oh, oh, I was dancing in the lesbian bar. Ooh, ooh. Dancing in the lesbian. 
Union Bar in the industrial zone. I was dancing with my friends and dancing alone while the Possible? Yeah, I guess, boy. Well, it's outside. You can have outside seating in, in places that serve food, and I guess they serve food, so that makes sense. Everything's open up now. The WHO changed their whole standards today. So. What? It t- um, but you have to go. But can you give us a little rundown? Because I have no idea that that happened. Yeah, they said coronavirus is fake as fuck. Bill Gates started that shit. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> they said that shit's okay. Like they just changed their standards. I know stuff's opening up slowly. New Mexico, everything's been opening up slowly, um, and. Pretty soon we're going to be able to go out and actually eat in places. Some places are already allowing you to sit inside. It's weird, you know? Like I was at a uh, Jason's Deli in L.A. And, every, you know, you could sit at one table out of every four tables Damn. alone. Well, then that means that here at Mutiny Radio we can bring the comedy back inside and just put the <laughs> chairs <laughs> apart from each other. And then Hell we yeah. can be dirty again. God, it's so oh hard not God. to be filthy. Also because cause, cause, cause it's, uh, fuck is my filler word. So I'm just like, uh, fuck so fucking. Right. Fuck and, fuck and then getting fuck caught fuck. in that filler zone and being yeah. like, oh, shit, you get totally oh, derailed. Oh, and you just did it. 
filler zone. Oh shit. Yeah. Absolutely. But that being said, no excuses. Um, you, you did know. great. I did fucking. I'm right. the only one who didn't swear. Shut everyone the fuck else, up. <laughs> everyone else on the bill tonight had a fuck swear or a shit. I fucking swear. Oh no Holy no! Shit. Pancake, pancake did it too. Pancake was great. Pancake's perfect. Pancake's great. Fuck that shit. He had a great shit, set, dude. and he was completely clean. Pancake and I were the only ones that could fucking handle our bitch asses like fucking professionals. <gasps> Whatever. Coward, we're gonna play some little peep. Weak coward. Rest in peace, little peep. Please have a moment of silence for little peep. I don't know who that is. All right, thank you very much, Lil Peep. You said on www.mutinyradio.fm. Why is this not playing? This is weird. I just downloaded an old comedy clubhouse and it's not playing, which is weird to me, and I don't know what's going on. 
that's up that's up i'm lifting the veil for everyone hey it's pam i'm at mutiny radio this is moving it's not it's like a dead it's like a dead podcast that i found from the past that's nutballs i'm gonna erase it from the playlist now unbelievable dear lord okay so what shall I play for the last hour of Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse? Uh, we did some emo music and some other music and stuff. I wanted to play Detachable Penis, but now that YouTube is done, like I, the entropy in this space is too great for me to keep a hold on. I finally fixed mic two. Somebody lifted the glass and pressed buttons, and I figured it out. It's so hard to be in charge. It's so hard to be in charge. Okay. Uh, hey everybody, I'm going to play for the last hour. Of, you know what I'm going to play? I'm going to play an old morning train. Why? Because J.D. Buell was a great guy, and he's dead now, and that sucks. No, it's great. He, he, um, he, he, was, he had stage four um, cancer of the colon or something insane, and he was like, I always wanted to be a DJ. And so he came in here in the last year and a half of his life and he did all of these DJ sets and they were amazing. And he's really, he was a musician his whole life too. And anyways, I miss J.D. Buell. I wish I would have appreciated him more when he was alive because he really is a sweet, amazing gentleman. And we still get to have him with us here at Mutiny Radio because he made so many amazing Morning Train podcasts that we all get to listen to. So...
This is the morning train on mutinyradio.fm in .sf. I am your sole driver, J.D. Buell. Thank you for being with me today. Thanks to all of you who tune in regularly. In that set, we went a few different places with a few different musicians. We started with Julius Hemphill and Abdul K. Wadud from their album Live in New York. That was recorded in 1976. Wadud on cello, Hemphill on the alto saxophone. We heard Echo One Morning. From there, we followed Wadud to his trio work with uh, Anthony Davis on piano and James Newton on the flute from their album I've Known Rivers. We heard After You Said Yes. We then returned to the music of Julius Hemphill and there with the World Saxophone Quartet from what is regarded as one of their finest albums, WSQ, on the Black Saint label, and that was in 1981. We heard Pillars Latino, and at that time, Julius Hemphill leading the World Saxophone Quartet on alto and tenor, Hemiot Blewett baritone and alto clarinet, Oliver Lake, alto tenor soprano saxophones, and David Murray on tenor and bass clarinet. You heard all of them honking away on that selection. Due to the the, uh, great kindness of my friend Paula, I was able to attend the Patti Smith performance on New Year's Eve just a week or so ago. I don't know who that opening band was. Uh, a bunch of uh, a bunch of old hippies with a poorly dressed drummer, but they did indeed do this song.
comes down. So pasteurized. Everything comes down. 16 degrees. You see, the amplifier is too loud. You turn your amplifier down. My high on the lone, my knees. Memories just hips that swing like a clock. The pants project fantastic saints. Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. Fuck the clock. <laughs> The Patti Smith Group, recorded live in Paris, October 21, 1976. 
That's the B-side of an Italian single for Ask the Angels. Before that, the 1965 recording made by Lenny Kay, longtime Patti Smith guitarist under the name Link Cromwell. And that was Crazy Like a Fox. And as he said from the stage at the Fillmore on New Year's Eve, he said, if that song had been a hit, what a different life I would have led. But we're all living this life, even without David Bowie. So what do you do when you get the blues? You ask Johnny Cash, and he says, get rhythm.
Beautiful, isn't it? That's why we have programs on the internet such as Morning Train, so I can bring you really cool stuff like that that would otherwise be forgotten. Did you guess to whom you were listening? That was Glenn Campbell and Bobby Gentry from the one album of duets they made under their own name, and Let It Be Me. 
Before that, Ducks Deluxe with Please, Please, Please Call Me, Baby. Stephen Stills and Manassas, How Far? And we began with Johnny Cash and a latter-day recording of Get Rhythm when you got the blues. This is the morning train on mutinyradio.fm in San Francisco. I'm J.D. Buell, and as loath as I am to engage in self-promotion, I would be remiss to not mention the fact that my fabulous band is playing in the city of San Francisco on January 23rd at the Hemlock, and this is one of the songs you will hear if you come see me with the J.D. Buell Band.
psychotic pineapple who just gave a performance uh, back last friday night at the gilman street psychotic pineapple their first single i want her so bad lead vocal there by john c barry whom I'm lucky enough to have in the J.D. Buell Band, and he will sing for your dancing and listening enjoyment. I want her so bad, January 23rd at the Hemlock. Before that, The Jars, the band of which I was a member, and the song Time of the Assassins, which I wrote with Mick Dow. I'm also lucky enough to have Mick in the current J.D. Buell Band, which is a real treat. So we do that song, since we've both obviously sung it. Um, we do that one, so we'll do that that night also. Uh, before that, the Five Americans, Western Union, just an old single that the Jars used to cover back in their garage days. And we started with Esmeralda, my limited edition green vinyl 45, which was released just last year. So please come join your friend J.D. Buell at the Hemlock, January 23rd. Show starts at 9.30. Meanwhile, I'm still driving the morning train, and we've got a long set ahead of us here. So, gas, grass, or ass, nobody rides for free.
Got somebody's 